Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I am your host, Felix Mallorca, as always. This episode is sponsored by Popple. That's P-O-P-L dot C-O. If you are watching the video podcast, you can see on the back of my phone, I have a Popple, and I always have a Popple there. Um, Popple is the new way to share your information, and we all know that. I constantly preach it, I constantly talk about it, and I constantly use it, actually. Um, I was actually, last week, I was kind of in a bind. I was asked for a business card. Didn't have one, totally blew it. I usually walk around with them, and I, I didn't this time. Uh, so what I did is I pulled up my phone, Had I asked them to unlock their phone, put the phone behind theirs, and hear that little noise, popped up, and they had all my information. It's super easy. Um, I mostly use it for a backup, but I might start using it like as my main source of uh, of a business card. Um, it's just too dope, and and people get super stoked on it. So again, that's popl.co. Go to popl.co and use code This Life. You get twenty percent off. I just checked on my little app, and it says twenty percent off all listeners of This Life with code This Life. Today, I have on the podcast a gentleman named Danny Quesada. He is a real estate agent from here in San Diego. Um, I met up with him to shoot some stuff. We've worked together a couple times, uh, and he's just a cool dude. He's very positive. He's very... I've seen him work with with uh, individuals, and he's not he's not that, that salesman type of person that... You know, he just wants to get his uh, his commission check. You know, he really wants people to find their, if not their forever home, their temporary home for 10 years, 15 years. Uh, and I really admire that. I admire someone who can work for people instead of just work for money. Danny's that guy. Danny's that guy you kind of want on your in your corner cheering for you. Um so we talk, we talk a little bit about the real estate game. We talk a little bit about motivation, how he stays motivated. We, I throw him in the hot seat. Um, and yeah, we just kind of ramble on and on about life. And uh, we had lunch afterwards and he's just a delight, man. I, I, I love having people like that as clients. I love having them just as people around me, as friends. And um, hopefully you learn something. Hopefully you get a little insight. Maybe if you're trying to be, um, I guess a business owner, or if you're trying to start something yourself, you can get something out of this podcast. Uh, so yeah, I hope you enjoy it and, um, make sure you subscribe, leave five stars, um, leave a review that really helps me out. I truly appreciate all of you that have been listening thus far and, I hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, welcome, <laughs> Danny. I'm, I'm sitting. I'm sitting with uh, the name is Danny Casada. Danny Casada. How are you? Good. How are you, man? I'm great. Um, I'm so we finally got to do this. I know we've been kind of talking. Uh, about it, you 
we kind of started working together when I this was kind of new um, and it's just kind of weird looking back on where kind of we both were yeah and now I see you just like selling houses left and right um, what what do you do I'm a real estate agent and uh, it, it kind of my job kind of encompasses a lot of different things and I think when, when you and I originally met, I was trying to figure out what route I wanted to take, right? We mm -hmm. just started a new uh, business from working for like a secure salary type job. At least that's what my background was and now venturing off into working for myself. And so, yeah, I think my functions are like, there's a bunch, uh, my jobs are all over the place, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, I'm stoked to be on and stoked to talk about that transition and it's funny fun when seeing you grow and then how I grew, like how I grew since then and what I know now that I didn't know then and how yep. scared we both were. We're always yeah. talking like, man, this is still the best decision ever, although I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah. And I ran into one of my old friends, Austin, from high school, and I was shooting something just down the street mm -hmm. uh, with my friend Sergio, who's also on the podcast. If you want to listen to that episode, um, go check out the archives. But I... I kind of had like a moment of um, like realization of like, oh, not everyone knows this kind of work for yourself life. Like we all hear about it and we see you see the YouTube ads like, oh, for sure. If you want your business to make some guy without a shirt on, like ripped, <laughs> if you want your business to make six figures, you know, and um, he comes up to me and goes, how do you know this guy? He's so good. Like he's so talented. And I'm like, yeah, uh, I mean, I just kind of met him one day. Um, yeah. And he's like, it's just, that's crazy though. But like, how did you meet him? I mean, how you meet people, you just go up to him and say, hi, I'm Felix. And yeah. And then I was like, why, why is that so strange? And he was just kind of like, I don't know. It's just mind blowing, man. Like you're, you're working right now. Like that's your work. And I was just like, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, in your journeys kind of, have you met just the most random people? I mean, you and I have met randomly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think that what kind of trips me out is just the opportunities like, man, I get to sell this house to this family that they're going to stay in for the next 10 to 15 years. Like yeah. that every day I'm like, that's my job. That is a sick job. Now, everything, the work behind it is where it differ differentiates people. I think some people are like, oh, you know, Danny can do it. I can do it. I get right. more people reaching out about becoming a real estate agent. And I'm like, guys, it looks all fun because we glamorize these type of things yeah. on social media. And we're like, hey, you know, so, sold this house to this great family. Thanks for trusting me. But there's so many things that you have to do day to day that have to be consistent and that are mundane, boring, and not something that you'd be comfortable with, like talking to strangers. Like you yeah. just mentioned, like I just introduced myself to this guy. I have to do that on a daily basis to get set up for the next year. Right. And the day I stop doing that, I'm out. Like someone else is going to do it and going to take my job. So I guess you, you kind of have to build your own security. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people I've met through the real estate industry is just, I, I think I've, what's surprised me the most is what I'm like the positions I'm putting myself in. Like, man, I, I would never have done that if I wouldn't have been in this job. Like right. met this YouTuber guy, his name is Jay Cation. Shout out JJ. He, uh, he, showed me kind of like how youtube worked and that's what i'm diving into now but i met him and he's super cool like you see him on camera he gets like twenty-two thousand followers on uh youtube in, on san diego 
And I'm like, dude, I would have never met you if I never was interested in real estate. That's right. So that's kind of been my experience uh, with, you know, the people I come across. It's insane. When did you dive into this and how did it, how did it all kind of go about? Uh, Let's, let's circle it back to mental health. I know it's, it's a huge risk to just drop a secure job and be like, I'm going to go all in on myself. Um, How was that? So, I mean, when I first started real estate, I would you do before three years ago, I was a janitorial manager. So I had various accounts where I'd oversee teams cleaning hotels. And I, I, the reason I stuck with that job for so long is they gave me opportunity from the very get go and responsibilities. Like I'm, Hey, I'm, uh, I work, I'm a 19 year old and I have three separate teams and I get paid a really good salary without finishing college. Like I was already, I was still going to community college. I wasn't sure if I wanted to stick with that. And so that was really secure for the last seven years. You know, there's ups and downs about working for someone else and that's kind of its own topic on its own. But I I realized I needed a backup plan because I knew it wasn't gonna last and I didn't want someone else's, I I just never felt comfortable someone telling me what I was gonna get paid. And I felt like I would put in so much work and so much time and I'm just, Anytime I would ask for something, it felt like I was taking. I'm like, no, man, I'm working for this. Like, I'm working for your business and I'm bringing in this revenue. And I was already smart enough to do the numbers on my own. So I'm like, forget it. We're going to exit strategy. And I've always set myself up where I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to school for real estate. It took me about a year to get that done and then, you know, get the, the licensing exam done. Once I got those things completed, I'm like, cool, I got real estate to, you know, be on the backup. But I was always scared to commit myself fully. Right. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where you're like, yeah, I'm just going to quit, quit my like salary job and uh, that's it. Like, I'm not going to expect a paycheck every two weeks. That was weird to me. I'm like, no, I can just double up. Yeah. And you can't. You yeah. can't do real estate and do something else, at least not well. No. Um, so COVID <laughs> was like that change for me where literally in an instant, my job was taken away from under me. And I even thought to myself, I'm like, man, I don't even know if real estate, like, am I going to be showing houses? I'm, am I going to sell houses? Are people going to want to sell? Are people going to want to buy? Like, the, the, I thought the economy was crashing. I was like, well, I got savings. I'm going to throw everything into storage and I'm going to, you know, downsize. And then a month later, I start realizing, I'm like, oh, people still want to see homes yeah. despite the pandemic. So yep. it, it, just very quickly from there, I realized there was an opportunity. I was like, all right, this is my chance to show myself I can do it. If not, we can just always apply to to jobs if it doesn't work out, but I'm, I'm not going back. <laughs> I think you brought up a, a pretty cool point that I kind of have seen with myself, but I haven't really like touched on it is you do, you get what you put in. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm having a slow month, it's, yeah, it's a slow month, but it's like, okay, maybe I just didn't do enough to now you can't really like blame yourself. Right. Sometimes it's just not happening, but, um, you can do other stuff. For Mm -hmm. example, like, okay, you don't have any houses that you're going to show. So then you're going to go out and cold call or you're going to meet people. Whereas myself, like, uh, same thing. I don't have any jobs. So let me go out to local businesses. Let me, um, work on stuff that I've been putting off. Um, and, a lot of the times that whole you can either take that insecurity as like oh my god i'm screwed mm-hmm. i'm gonna die mm-hmm. i have no money no food or oh i could probably be screwed right now let me go 
get mine. Let me, you know, headhunt some people. Let me. Oh, for sure. All that stuff. Um, how does that take a toll on your on your mental health? Oh man, I. I it's that like, could be rough. It's like in waves. So when it, it, it's funny, you'll you'll get like this wave of like business, and the thing that has been really hard is figuring out like what can I do consistently and what should I do consistently mm -hmm. because you and you have deals going through and you earn a pretty good living as a real estate agent when you sell one house imagine selling a couple in a month yeah. and it's like man I'm set up for like the next year like yeah. I can literally just not do anything and but that's if you want to be successful you got to do the things every single day regardless if you're successful or unsuccessful unsuc and recently I've had like really bad like reluctance to do anything like I like sometimes it seems so overwhelming because you're looking at it a big picture you're like right. oh man I gotta I gotta cold call like a thousand people this month to get like this many houses uh, appointments to help people sell homes or I gotta show these buyers like limited inventory and like they're gonna go against 20 other people and if you start looking at it from that angle you're never going to want to do it. Right. Right. And so I've had to pull myself out and like, okay, what are the actions? All right. 9-11, I cold call because I need to meet new people that are interested, offer them value. And then from 11 to 12, I'm going to have, you know, downtime from 12 to two. I'm going to go do some videos. I'm going to do my reels, like the things I've been doing more yeah. recently. And so time blocking for me has helped my mental health. I think it's just like, just follow the plan. Everything will work out. Trust the plan. Don't look at the what ifs, the positives, the negatives. What you're not doing. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that has helped me recently. And obviously having people who are along the same mindset. Like when I cold call, I, I go on a Zoom with other people who do the same thing in their area. And we're all hyping each other up. Yeah. And if we have a loss, like get over it, dude. Move on. It's, the answer is always more. It's never less. Damn. Yeah. See, this is, I think this is why I like to kind of, I know we're, we don't hang out all the time or whatever, but I, I kind of like to have that, even on social media, have that circle of people that are always, always doing stuff. Yeah. I texted you the other day. I was like, dude, you're freaking, you're blowing up. Like, um, it, it was just, it's crazy. We we're talking about growth earlier and seeing, <laughs> uh, for those of you that can hear the stuff in the background, I work at a gym get over it <laughs> um, uh yeah it's it's just like i went on the video that you and i filmed yeah and that has like a thousand views yeah, now. a thousand views now and like yeah. even though that we're so used to seeing eight hundred thousand, a million views all that yeah. stuff like dude and i've told you this before i think i've told you this imagine a thousand people in a room like that's a lot of people and that's yeah. a lot of and with youtube that's a lot of growth that's a lot of potential customers um what did that switch to for you that kind of switch over to, to YouTube. So, I mean, okay. And that's from January, right? Like yeah. it's a thousand views in January. And when I first uploaded that video, I'm like, mm, I don't know if it's going to be immediate because I don't know, like I didn't really understand the, the stuff behind it, but the, I've always had YouTube in the back of my mind. Like I, when YouTube first came out, I was addicted to it. Like yeah. I was a kid who was always on YouTube. I, I learned how to play guitar on YouTube. Yep. I learned how to play piano on YouTube. Dude, I YouTube everything. So I've always been a, like, I always, always take in and I'd always say, I'm going to make a YouTube. And it was a dream for like 12 years. And then finally <laughs> I was just like, well, I got the money now. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to hire this out. And that's when you and I met, I'm like, dude, I got to get on video. I got to get com comfortable. Yeah. And I was really, I mean, when we do our shoots, I was like, it, was that okay? Yeah. Can I do it again? Oh, yeah. man. Oh, I'm like, dude, no, it's great. It's great. <laughs> and I, I'm so like chill and just kind of want people to find their own rhythm that I was just like, 
Yeah, that's fine. Dude, I loved it. No, and that honestly gave me the confidence to keep going because there would be times, man, I felt like crap. Like we'd meet and the only reason I showed up was because you were showing up. Yeah. Like, you know, having someone hold you accountable and it, that that for me was what helped me continue. And then once I saw like what it would do to the people I knew, like on Instagram and Facebook and how they ate it up, I'm like, oh, dude, I can, t- I have so many ideas that can totally change how we view YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I want to reach new people. That's my goal. Nice. Um, what's it like being a, a real estate agent, realtor, or whatever you want to call <sighs> it's it? Stressful, dude. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but just being it, in that, it, like, kind of, I I want to more look at it as from the outside. Like when I tell people, oh, I'm a photographer and cinematographer for sure. They're just kind of like, oh, another one. Yeah. You know? Yep. And I feel like with, with real estate and all that, you always hear real estate right now and investing mm-hmm. is like one of those things where you go, oh, another one. Yeah. You know? It's true. It's um, like, oh yeah, my my mom, my dad does real estate. Oh, yeah. I'm a real estate agent. Exactly. It's so funny, dude. I got my thing for, uh, well, it was like on, um, <laughs> on Step Brothers where he's like, yeah, bro, I got my real estate license for shits and gigs. And it's like, <laughs> that's such a funny way to like, put it but just like with someone can buy a camera right take a photo and go oh my god i'm a professional i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw this this uh what's it called this filter on it oh my god now it looks even better and someone just hired me oh my god i'm a professional and it's like "Mm, okay sure i don't want to talk down on anyone but a lot of the times we look at these professions just like that um do you get that when you tell people yeah all the time all the time i get people who are like oh yeah how many years uh, how many sales um it, you know it, you look young you look really young I, mm-hmm. i've had weird things i had someone when i went to an appointment to sell a house one time he talked to me over the phone it was a cold call mm-hmm. literally and he was just like hey i like you i i think you should come over and check it out don't sell me on anything because i'm not gonna sign anything he ended up liking me but um <laughs> i show up and he's like you're you're danny i'm like yeah i'm danny i mean i sound pretty professional over the phone yeah. you know and he sees me and i'm clean shaven and i look a lot younger Young, and he's like yeah. in his 60s and he's like do you have any credentials to show me that oh, uh, you're a real estate agent and I, dude i came dressed to the t i and i kind of expected that just from the way he looked at me and dude i did not hesitate i'm like here you go here's my license yeah. yep after that appointment he's like what are the next steps like because I, I know what i'm doing and it's like yeah. you got to show people um and you can't let their initial reaction like i'm already there what am i going to do like convince them that i'm old enough to sell his house like yeah i i don't even let that stray away um from what i know like i know i can help you it's either you think i can or you know if you find someone who can but i'm going to give it my best shot right yeah the the age thing man the age it's... thing is hard yeah a lot of people use that in ex- as an excuse too but then it's like if you're too old you're too old and if you're too young you're too what it's always going to be something exactly yeah. what constitutes is like like i had someone who there was a miscommunication i think i've talked about this before but there was a miscommunication and you know some it was just it was one of those situations where you're like all right there's no winners and there's no losers because right. miscommunication we all messed up um and i got told like well you know you're young and <laughs> i don't i don't expect you to like know what it's like to speak to people in the business and and i was just like mm, yeah. i was like biting my tongue and I knew what I wanted to say, but I was like, don't be rude, be professional. And like, and then in the back of my head, I was like, you're, you're kind of putting me in this box of young, quote unquote, young, stupid people. Why don't I just act that way? Yeah. And then it's like, no, you can't because you're, 
And, yeah. and that's something that you kind of, for those of you that uh, maybe want to get into real estate, want to get into anything and you're young, um, dude, we're the future. Like we know trends. There, you know what? It's so funny that you say that. Cause I'm always like, Oh, 50 years in the business. Like you're one year closer to stepping out. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going to be that much longer in the business. And I don't say that in a way where I hope I'm like, it's just the fact, yeah, like you're, true. you're going to have to retire at some point mm-hmm. and I'm going to be there. But Give it, granted, I mean, I've seen people work up into their 80s and 90s, and I respect the hustle, man. If you still have life in you, and that, that's what can, keeps you going, like, keep going. Exactly. Um, that, what you said, labeling. Like, people label you all the time, right? You, you, you're you a real estate agent. You're All you care about is sales or this and, like, I don't even, dude, like, when I talk to people, I literally do not even bring up I'm a real estate agent because I have all that stuff working for me in the background. If someone yeah. asks me, like, what do you do? I'm like, I, I help people find homes. Like, I help people sell their homes and find homes. Right. Um, but I don't make it, like, a sales thing anytime someone meets me. And there are people like that that ruin it. Whatever. Like, what am I going to do? Worry about them? And you know what? It's going back to the age thing. Yeah. It's the people that paved the way for us that were the the salesman with the oversized suit that's sweaty and stuff. Hey, how you doing? Can I, uh, I don't know if you watch the symptoms, the Simpsons, blah, blah, blah. Simpsons, but there's a guy on there named Gil and he's always like, he's got the top buttons undone and he's, he's always the car salesman. And he's just like, ah, how let old Gil help you out. And then he always ends up like screwing up. Th- those were the, the yeah. salesmen from back then. And like now, we are the ones that experience that with our parents and stuff. And we know like when I'm, I'm in sales, mm-hmm. I'm, like, that's just what I do. Everyone is exactly. Yeah. And, um, for example, like when you and I talked, I was like, well, what do you want to do? What do you, what's your vision? Yeah. And then you would tell me and I'd say, okay, let's, then I can give you this blah, blah, blah. Instead of no, 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 no. You want to do this. You're going to do this. This is how much it costs. That's it. And you go, uh, Okay. I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and you kind of get pushed into that. And that's what the old, you know, no offense, but that's what the old salesman used to do. Yeah. Like we're just, we're not like that. Well, you had no choice back then. We have Google search. I Google you and like I Google a bunch of different people and I exactly. got so many options at my fingertips. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's interesting, man. That's, uh, it, it's true. We, we have a certain image of somebody in their role and how they should act based on what other people have told us. Uh, and now you can either redefine that or you can fit into that role. Exactly. And I think with real estate, with what you do, with what any profession does, if you can redefine it and make it your own, yep. people will always be like, dude, he's known for this. I'm going to hit him up for that specifically. Exactly. It could be the YouTube. It could be the Instagram. It could be the TikTok. It could, I know lots of people who succeed on Pinterest or yep. like different things that you'd be like, who cares about that stuff? And yep. it's like, dude, they kill it. There's no yeah. one way to do something. Just stick to one for, and then work your way from there. That's how I think that I need to go. Cause I used to be sporadic. I got short attention span and I'm like, <laughs> I'm cold call. Then I'm like Facebook. And I'm like, sometimes I literally have to tell myself, stare at the, like you got to sit, stand there and do that task for two yeah. hours, bro. You have, be, well, you have to be your own boss. Yeah, exactly. Don't leave that spreadsheet. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. Taxes coming up. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Um, we're going to take a quick break, though, and then I'm going to put you in the hot seat. I'm going to ask you some questions. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. Before we continue talking about life, I want to put you in the hot seat. I'm going to ask you okay. a bunch of different questions, uh, answer them to your best knowledge. You ready? Got it. What's your motivation? Good start. What's <laughs> your motivation to get up every day? 
What is my motivation to get up every day? I think you said this was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it ranges. Yeah, you know what? It, for me, I think that I wake up and I'm like, I got to work out. I got to go to the gym. You know, and yeah. it, luckily I have two dogs that wake up at 5:45 on the dot. So even if I don't want to wake up, dude, wake I have up. to I have to wake up to feed them, take them out. So that's pretty motivating. So going, <laughs> I guess. All right. Okay. Next question. Favorite hot food. Favorite hot food, dude. I love pasta. Love pasta, dude. I just love Italian. Ton food. of cheese. Uh, favorite cold food. Cold food. Hmm. That's a good one, dude. I don't. Let's go for salad. Favorite animal. Dogs. Biggest obsession at the moment? YouTube. Last song you listened to? Hmm. Um, Misty by Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, what's the best advice you've been given? Focus on actions, not long-term results. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. dude. Say that again. Focus on actions, not long-term results. Or results in general. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, worst advice you've been given? Uh, I... Sh- what was don't get into real estate <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one what's your life motto i don't i don't think i have a life motto just do it baby nike nike, <laughs> nike just do shout it. out nike um <laughs> in your opinion what's the source of happiness <sighs> hmm wow dude <laughs> told you i just asked Uppercut. you about yeah. jab 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 is he out yet <laughs> I just told you about, or uh, I just asked you about hot and cold food, and then it went, what's the source of happiness? <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. All right. Wow. Uh, you know what? Just, I don't know, man. That's a hard question. You know what? I feel it when I, when, so whenever I play music, like when I play my guitar or my piano, mm-hmm. I just feel, it's that feeling. More of that. Yeah. Or videos, you know? Yeah. I mean, just yeah. the, the I, I think those, honestly, though, going into music did you ever see those uh, videos where people would play or like, I don't know, they they do some sort of like vibration and then they had sand on the table and the sand would make like a a shape. I feel like I've I've seen. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Well, it's I know like what on you're a table about. Yeah, yeah, and then it's, like, it's a glass and stuff. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then they like they do different sound mm-hmm. ranges and it makes like a shape. It's weird. If you don't know what we're talking about, looking at look it up. Just look up like sound sand shapes or something. But um, you know when you're listening to something and you get the chills, I'm pretty sure that's what goes like into like those sound waves. I'm pretty sure that's what goes into yeah like your body. And then going off of what you're saying with like that just makes you happy. Like I'm pretty sure, dude. I'm telling you, I, like it's unreal. Like when I like there was a few weeks ago when I went to do karaoke night with my dad, and we're, I'm like, oh my god, this is so. so happy. I'm like, it's 1 a.m. and I don't even care. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. So then the next one kind of goes off of that. What's your favorite quote unquote little thing? You know when people go, it's all about the little things, like a nice cup of coffee, Ooh, nice beer. Dude, coffee is insane. Um, the little things. <sighs> Fuck you, Felix. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, just laughing, man. Just laughing. I love to laugh. Good I love laugh, to. Yeah. Dude. Good gut, like. Yeah. Good yep. guttural laugh. I love that. Um, who's a famous person you fight with no hesitation? <laughs> what? <laughs> mine's mine's Ross from Friends. Man. What's his name? Michael Schumer. Fuck you, Michael Schumer. <laughs> Just hate his face. The, uh, I, I think the guy who left a big dump on Michael Scott's floor. I don't know who the actor is, but I. 
Um, Dude. He plays... What's his name? What's his name in the show? Uh, Packard. Packard. That's what his name was. Really? Yeah. You fight him? Yeah, yeah, I would fight him, dude. He just has an annoying face. I'm gonna I'm gonna look his name up. So those of you that um, want to look this up, Todd Pack. <laughs> it's Todd Packer. Uh, his real name is David David Kushner. Kushner. Oh man, we're putting out hits on people. Yeah. <laughs> really? He was on uh, Anchorman too. Did you watch him in Anchorman? No. No. He's champ and anchorman. Dude, Good that guy. I'm gonna tell you that scene when they found it and left Kevin in the office was like the most hilarious. I could not dude, I had to stop it every time I think about it. He's like, like, I can't do it. I can't. He's like, what is it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. All right. Um so that that guy. What's something you hate hearing as a real estate agent? Uh, it, it it's it's not one specific thing, but when people aren't specific as to why they're like they're just unclear as to their like for instance um you know we've decided to stop looking and you ask like why like you know just out of curiosity why they're like nothing like no, no feedback so that's it, that's like the most frustrating thing where i'm like dude just i i'm cool like if you're done looking just what specifically has you not looking right and they're like it's just blank i'm like okay well move on yeah. on to the next yeah it's frustrating that's the only frustrating thing uh, what about from like outside people outside people oh like just day-to-day day-to-day people that have no idea about real estate people who are oh wait what do you mean oh just personal side yeah is that what you mean okay, yeah, okay like okay. oh i heard heard real estate guys are douchebags like stuff like that you know what i mean oh like okay so on the industry as a whole sure okay just anything man. Uh, i was just gonna say like <laughs> um the frust the most frustrating thing for me is when people just don't get it like when you're sitting in a room and you're saying some like hateful stuff and like you're like dude what are you doing like <laughs> there's, there's <laughs> hateful stuff you know what i mean like someone says something insensitive that they know they're gonna offend somebody or they should know and it's yeah. just like you're not aware you're not thinking like, do you realize there's people in this category that might fit that you know and i'm just like dang i that's frustrating for me like i'm always aware of like how people are feeling and it's just always a, a thing that i picked up very early on in life and i'm just like dude how do you just not get it like you, why are you saying these things out loud yeah. like obviously you're gonna get a reaction and get confused while you get into like arguments it's like oh wake up <laughs> hey, i hate working with people <laughs> no i love it but yeah you get those people you're like hey man and then you look around like, is oh, anyone going to say anything? Man, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Last question. This is a big one. Okay. Guilty pleasure. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Give me an example, man. Because this is drawing blanks. Right um, now. What's one for me? Guilty pleasure for me is probably like, oh, shit. Uh, some people say uh, reality TV. Mm. I feel like for me, it would be like a large amount of sweets um at night oh i see like my guilty pleasure at night is just getting like five six cookies yeah and breaking them up throwing them in the um, them down yeah throwing them in the in the microwave taking them out and then just putting a big thing of ice cream <sighs> that sounds amazing yeah but it's so I bad for, and i wake up the next day just feeling like ass dude yeah your stomach is like fuck <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, like don't do that again yeah, i know and then, and then the next, next day you're day. like ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> some nice vanilla ice cream on top of oh chocolate chip but yeah guilty pleasure you don't got that yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, that's one thing i don't have in here uh pizza pizza dude like 
Neapolitan, New York style, Chicago style. Like, I love pizza. D- don't give me Costco. Don't give me Domino's. Pizza. Like, I'm like, no, oh, I'm, you're picky with I'm pizza. I'm bougie. Huh? I'm bougie. What's your top pizza place? So, we used to go to the place Siamo Napoli in North Park. There is uh, Bruno's up in like Hillcrest area. Um, and like we're always looking for new pizza spots. Like so, like we used to do this like at least once every two weeks. And it's so bad. Like you shouldn't be eating that much pizza. Yeah. Because then, like, <laughs> you're gonna especially get when you're like eat pretty healthy, and then you put all this like bread in you, and you're like your stomach's like, dude, that hurts yeah. so bad. <laughs> no, but it dude. tasted so good. And then like an hour later, you're looking at the same pizza yeah. like leftover. Like, yeah. oh, let me it's test so it good. again. Yeah, that's my guilty pleasure. Pizza. Have you been to um, what's it called, Buena Forcheta? Oh, bro, bro, they yeah, have amazing South Park in yeah. Sanitas. Yep. They got, I think they have one in like the downtown that. area. They have one in uh, Liberty Station. Liberty. Oh, that's yeah. right, Liberty Station. Locals, dude, look up. It's spelled B U O N N A F O R C E double T A Forcheta. I probably forgot forget that. Forget that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, their pizza is incredible. Like I, yeah. and I, I always feel bad. You know, when you, you don't want to be that guy that goes to like a Mexican food place and goes, do you have chicken fingers? <laughs> like you don't want to be like a two year old, um, but just pizzas and in, in like Italian restaurants. Yeah. Oh dude. And it's insane. Like they, I remember going to South park and there'd be lines out the door and I'm like, I don't want to wait. Yeah. And then I'd see the pizza come out and then like the, like the owner just walking around yelling at their employees. I'm like. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, I'm like, she 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 knows how to keep this pizza pristine. <laughs> it's like um the it, the Chinese food places where they have like the woman at the booth who's like doing all the silverware yeah. stuff, and you walk in they're like, oh, you sit anywhere, and you're like, oh, this place is gonna be bomb. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. It's like, oh, it looks a little crummy. Mm-hmm. That's it's a good, good sign yeah. of the Chinese places. Yeah, <laughs> one time I walked in at, into one uh, that my grandparents used to frequent. And there was a lady just like dead sleep <laughs> with her hand in her pants, a neck pillow and just dead asleep in a booth. Like, and just the, the most, like you could tell this lady was exhausted. Yeah. I was like, man, this place is, it was, it's pretty bomb. I found a couple hairs, but it's pretty bomb. <laughs> Hopefully not from that region. Yeah, I know <laughs> they weren't too curly. So it's all good. Oh man. So Danny, I want to talk to you about, kind of your your way of thinking your lifestyle thinking your you're very much into like not self-help but just self-betterment yeah i guess um it's hard to find people our age you're how old are you 26 26 we're the same age yeah. so it's kind of hard to find people our age that are already thinking like that it's true mm-hmm. i've found which is really sad um when did you start thinking that way when did what let me let me start off by like, what do you kind of believe in? It, it, yeah, I, that's a very blanket yeah, question. Like, but what do you believe in? Um, like, I believe in the universe. If you're good, it's good to yeah. you. What? So one thing that I was always brought up to believe is what you give is what you'll get back, and yeah. like I, that was so ingrained into me that it's just something that I always look to do, whether it's with words or with things. Um, and I used to think it was more financial more than anything else, especially when you're first starting to work. I'm like, oh, people just want you to buy them things and show them that you appreciate <laughs> yeah. them and take your boys out. And and then I realized more and more, I'm like, dude, that does, that stuff doesn't last. And if anything, you can hurt people with that type of stuff. Yep. 
Uh, so just starting with like the self-improvement aspect, like when I like, so I didn't grow up with all these lavish things. I didn't really get everything I wanted and we struggled pretty hard as a family. So I think that when I turned seven, when I realized, dude, I could, I can work and I can get a check. And like, I remember 17 years old, I got my first check from a fast food restaurant, KFC, shout out Convoy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Convoy, KFC, baby. And uh, they gave me a cooking position, man. And I can't even tell you, the only job I applied to and got, and I didn't even know my friend worked there. I could have got it like a referral, but I got it on my own. Um, I don't need nobody. Oh, me bragging about KFC. I don't need nobody. There it is. I turned it way too far down. Sorry. There we go. That sounds better. (laughs) Anyway, keep going. Um, And it's funny because when I got that job, they were like, yeah, you'll be a cashier. And then he calls me. He's like, dude, I lost a cook. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Like, whatever, man. I got a job. I was already stoked to get it. And I worked like 40 hours in my first week. It's like the first time I've ever worked. And I'm like, like, I loved it, dude. I loved it. I was just like, I can't believe I'm making money. And then when I got my first check, it was like 256 bucks for a week's work. And I'm like, oh my God, my life is about to change. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, like when you cut, like when you- The first paycheck hits, man. Well, you don't like, dude, I never had that much money at one time. I've never had that much money at one time. And I was just like, I'm just going to work. And they loved me because I was just always working like six days a week. I didn't care. I just immersed myself into the work. And I was going to community college. I was working there. And so I was just like, I need to get better. Like if I can make more money than this, because I knew I was, I mean, getting paid minimum wage and I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I knew just the experience was important and just continuing like, oh man, like, all right. They gave me a raise because I became a supervisor, 25 cents, by the way, uh, to manage a freaking business. I don't think so. That's awful. I I was just like, all right, I got to find a different job. That's awful. And then that led me to the cleaning job that I stuck with for seven years and then real estate. So I've only really had three jobs um up until this point but each time i've like i've immersed myself in books i've talked to a lot of people i picked the brains of people who are older than me like i've always sought out ways and i still do to this day like hey like felix what what do you think about like video and stuff where do you think that's going what should i focus on and anyone i meet i'm always trying to like extract as much information and that's just how i i mean i guess when you come from not much you just want to learn how to get the things that you're not used to getting you know yeah well, you also are used to going out and getting things like you weren't really handed anything in your life. Right. Um, Cause I was the same way. Like I always kind of had to, if we wanted that PlayStation two, like we had to do some yard work for it. For sure. Those little things kind of, I take to life now. Um, but I think it's also like, you've kind of checked your ego mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, I have to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't ask for help. A lot yeah. of people don't. That's why we're, I mean, there's people that need therapy out there, but they're like, I don't need it. I don't think I need it. Um, no. And yeah. that's one of the things I realized during COVID that I was reaching out to people because that's what I was used to. And people that normally weren't in the situation that they were, were just sitting at home, like going crazy. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting that you say that, like, I think, you know, COVID either turned things like for the better for people or made it worse. And especially if you were already like, you know, going down a hole, like COVID didn't make it any better without having like your normal job to be distracted by or going out or doing your, I mean, some people really had to take a look inside, including myself, man. Like there's things that I'm like, man, I'm, 
like there's some things that felt empty and then I had to figure out and that there's no shame in that. Like I don't, yeah. I think if people were more real about it, people would feel more comfortable to reach out. You know what I mean? Like, and obviously, you know, you don't have to put all your business out there, but just like I had a hard week yeah. or I had a hard day. You don't have to say all the time, like everything's great on the up and up. It's all smiles and laughs. And if it's not, yeah. um, I've learned that more recently than like ever. Like I think more now I'm more open with how I feel because if I am more open, I can at least accept it and change things to move on. And I think people are scared to like look in the mirror and be like, hey, like I think it's time to just reach out for yeah. some help. And even if it's like a sudden, like a subtle, there's so many moving pieces to this. I know some people just are like, well, my friends don't want to listen. You got to get new friends. Yeah, but also 100%. they need to understand that sometimes if you, I have friends that will hit me up and I'll be like, I don't really feel like talking right now. I'm kind of going through something I'm like, oh, do you need anything? I'm like, no, what's going on? I'm like, ah, I really don't want to talk about it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Then they'll check in later. Yeah. Um, I think people should be more like that. Uh, are you the type of person that people go to? Yeah. I mean, I, if I have, cl- so that's the thing, like over the years, your, your friends start to change and your group gets smaller and smaller because yeah. you realize like what type of friends you have around you. And I've always been an introvert. Like I've always liked to be at home and be in my own space and, you know, just do my own thing. But now as I grow up, you know, as I get older, I'm, I'm looking for that interaction. I'm looking for those close friends, but I don't want the mundane, like we're homies and, but we can't talk about real shit. Yeah. If we can't talk about real stuff, you're probably not a friend. Mm -hmm. But if I have a friend, they know they can reach out to me. I hope they do. And if they don't, this is, you know, this is me saying like, you can reach out to me. Um, And anytime someone tells me something they're struggling with, I really try to let, at least let them know they're being heard. Yeah. I don't have to offer a solution, but at least I'm. You know, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. If you want my opinion, I'll give it to you. If not, I'll just listen. Um, what's a hard week of real estate look like? <sighs> my God, man. It's like, like what? Like you know, those the end of the weeks where you're just like, oh my God, I need a drink. Oh, dude. like so it's more so like when you're actually going through the process. So it like, could take anywhere from 20 to 31 days or 21 to 30 days to actually get your home. And when I'm helping pe- people through the process, when it's their first time and I'm like, I'm seeing everything. I'm like, oh, this, you know, everything looks pretty good or, and then there's a bump in the road somewhere. There's always a bump in the road. Like no matter, like, I don't know if I'm being negative or whatever, but I'm always just like, there's always something. So you're just, always, yeah, you're always going to wait for just something. watchful, just, you know, just not like, oh, you guys need to worry about this. But, uh, it, it, <laughs> negotiations are like brutal. Like they're brutal, man. Cause you're like working with someone on the other side who you might not have worked with, like another agent who's helping someone sell their house. Their best interests are those sellers. My best interests are my buyers. buyers. And we're like, like there are some things that we uncover that need to be fixed. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to work. Yeah. But then it's just managing expectations, teaching people what, what, you know, what's standard, what's not what I would recommend. I've told people walk away, man. Walk away. There's more homes out there. We don't need to deal with something that's going to impact you for the next 15 years of your life or yep. 30 years of your life, however long you stay there. Um, it's, I, I guess, people make it harder. Like other real estate agents make our jobs harder, especially when they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And so that's the one thing that I'm always like, man, I hate real estate agents. <laughs> <laughs> I hate us. I, I literally, like me and my friends will, will talk about it all the time. Like, dude, like there's... So 80% of people who first join the business in the first, their first two years are meant to drop out. 
Like mm-hmm. they're no longer a real estate agent. They quit. They go back to their or their job. The twenty percent that stay are the ones who do all the volume, like the ones killing it. I'm not quite at that level yet, but I'm going to get there. And uh, it, it's just interesting to me that like, there's a small percentage of people who are actually successful and know what they're doing. Eighty percent of people do like one or two deals, you know, a year or whatever the average is. I think it's four, and that's all you'll hear about them. Yeah, and never see them again. So. I mean, just dealing with other people who are just don't know what they're doing. That's what, that's how life is. I feel like, yeah. And especially now I, I've been looking, I'm looking to kind of start another podcast. One that's a little bit more fun and, and just kind of pop culture type of, yeah, just bullshitting. Um, and we're looking for names, me and my, my friend that I'm going to do it with. And we looked at something like at the end of the day or something like that. And there was like, maybe like 15 podcasts name that and i looked through all of them they had like 24 reviews maybe maybe six right and they had like four or five episodes and you can tell that they just kind of stopped yeah like they either got quote unquote busy or they just didn't make it a priority um but there's so many things that like even with this people are always like why are you doing it i'm like why not yeah they're like oh wow do you have any sponsors or anything and i'm like I haven't even been doing it for a year. So if I stop and think about that, just like what you were saying, think about what was the quote you said? Think about the, uh, the Oh, the actions, the yeah. actions, not the results, not the final results. Yeah. If I'm just thinking about like, well, I'm going to be rich off this thing. Right. It's like, I'm, I'm not going to go anywhere. Um, and when I say that people are just kind of like, well, you're wasting your time. I'm like, no, I'm filling my time with something. What am I going to be doing right now? Either work or nothing. Exactly. What else can I do? Exactly. <laughs> it's like exactly. if you're not going to do anything, do something. And that's better than doing nothing. Exactly. That's Yeah, dude, that's 100% real. And I think people are just impatient and we have instant gratification. And I'm the same way. Like yeah. I don't see results in a day and I'm like, oh, <laughs> dude, why what? I, yeah, I've worked out twice now. Why aren't I freaking buff, dude? <laughs> exactly. And that's another thing, man. Like yeah, it, it just being consistent just stay consistent and trust that what you're doing and fine-tune it as you go along the way like one thing that i'll do uh specifically for my video marketing when i the stuff on youtube that i do or instagram reels like my first video was crap and it still got like whatever because instagram is pushing it out but it got better each and every time because right. i'm like how do i refine it how do i make it better i'm like think back to what you said look at your video again and i'm like okay Next time I will do this. Yeah. And those little improvements over the course of years, dude, you're insane. You, people are going to look at you and like, now you're creating stuff that no one's ever done. Right. And that's where I want to be. And I, I think that's where you want to be with your podcast is I'm going to get a podcast. that's going to be so successful because of the little things that I do every day. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be the most successful or the, I'm really not thinking, like I said, I'm right. really not no thinking about results, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people just expect you to kind of be like, if you do something that takes your time and you invest in, Dude. it's it's got to have a return right now. It's like, mm, oh, no. I've met some people who are like have like high expectations because of what you're doing. Like, yeah. oh, like you, you know, how much do you close this month? How much you close that next month? I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. it's like, why are you so worried about me? Yeah. Like, wor- like look at your own stuff. Are they in your industry? No. So like people who look from outside yep. in and they're like, oh, isn't that like just seeing a room cold calling all day? Isn't that what a real estate agent is? I'm like, no, it's not. It's always the people that don't like. Yeah, but they don't know. Th- they either don't know or just don't understand. 
or give you unwanted advice or want to imprint their insecurities on yeah. you. They're like, hey, uh, you look like you're on the up and up. Let me just throw something at you. Yeah. I hate people like that. <laughs> I can't stand it. I'm just like, I'll listen to it and I'll be like, hey, thanks. I think I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you do this? And they're like, no. <laughs> Great. Oh, I, you know, what's so funny. I actually had a, I had a friend, a really close friend of mine. He was just like, man, what are you talking about in your videos? Why'd you talk about the traffic? That's weird. He knows who, <laughs> if he ever watches it, he's going to start laughing. But he, he literally was telling me like, you need like, what the hell dude? There's so many things like we don't come here for that stuff. And I'm like, how many videos did you do? Yeah. I'm like, do you know what it's like being in front of a camera? Yep. I'm like, you want to be my videographer? You want to try it out? You want to run run and edit these things? Or, Well, in your video, you can go ahead and do that. I usually do that. I go, <laughs> well, in your video, and they go, I don't, what do you mean? I don't have it. Exactly. Well, in your podcast, you can go ahead and format it like that. And they're like, I don't have, oh, <laughs> I'm an asshole. But <laughs> that reminds yeah. me. So I have a friend who does that where he, where he does that thing. He goes, hey, um, cause I told, I work for a cup. So I work at from home now. I don't mm-hmm. know if you knew that, but I don't have an office anymore. I switched companies and I was like, I'm going to work from home, set up my own office space, kind of similar to what you have here. Nice. And uh, my friend was just like, he's like, that's a bad decision. And fast forward, he's like, I'm like, dude, I just don't have anywhere to shoot my video at. Cause I'm like, I'm at home. And he's like, well, why don't you go to your off? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at it and I'm like, just because of that, I'm going to look for that place now. <laughs> that's what I do. But dude, that's exactly like that. He's going to yeah. know exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. send this link over and be like, hey, dude, scroll to this part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially when you, you put your work out there, like photography, videography. Yeah. Everyone always has something to say. And it's like, oh, why didn't you do this? Oh, why didn't you do that? And I'd be like, Oh my goodness. Like my, I'm going to call her out. My girl does this a lot. She's like, Oh, or used to, she actually stopped, but she used to be like, Oh, what I would have done is blah, blah, blah. Oh, what I would. And I'd be like, Oh shoot. Just like really sell it. I go, dang it. And she go, what? Freak. And she'd be like, what? I, 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 I don't remember asking you. <laughs> I think that takes oh a moment. My God. That takes a moment of like, you having just blood being blood red mad i love that and being sarcastic and being like all right what you know whatever that that's so funny my girlfriend also does this like when i i actually ask her for her feedback and she's some things she says like i think it's because she's my girlfriend i'm like please don't say that <laughs> <laughs> like there'll be times where i'll have a loss <laughs> and i'll just want to tell her about it yeah. but i don't want to hear like oh i'm so sorry like you know like it's gonna be i'm like look i already went through that i'm done <laughs> And she's like, she's like, okay, that's fine. Just here's a beer. Out. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. All right, we're gonna take another quick break. Uh, I want to talk about motivation with you because yeah. something I've been struggling with lately. So we'll be back. So last week I didn't, I didn't release an episode because I, I honestly didn't make time for it. Um, lately, I've kind of been just kind of say kind of more. Uh, lately, I've been not in a rut, but just you, I, I've hit that thing where. I, w- I always want more. I'm always looking to get more. Yeah. And, and when I don't get more, then I'm like, all right, what's going on? Yeah. I feel like I'm just kind of spinning my wheels and, and um, just the, the motivation is not there. Uh, do, you, do you ever hit those? Yes. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> we all do. This past weekend, I actually had one of those moments where I was just so crushed. 
and, and I'll get you know yeah, give you inside details because no one ever wants to admit this, but you can't work with everyone. Right. right. There's just people that you're just never going to get across no matter just because of who you are and maybe not mesh with what they're looking for. or yeah. You don't deliver in a certain way. And so I had worked with this particular uh, client who, you know, I they first moved here. They were renting short term. I'm like, OK, cool. You know, I'll keep in touch. I gave them the lowdown on San Diego. And they, they after a year did my follow up because I did my, you know, sales and uh, they're like, we're ready. Cool. We get them in the process, start looking at homes, put in their first offer and showing them homes. And then randomly out of nowhere this past Friday, they were like, hey, Danny, you know, we decided to explore other options. Um, and, you know, we, we we thank you for everything. We've learned so much from for, from you, but, you know, we're going to go a different route now. And I'm just like, oh, dude. And it was like at eight in the morning when I read it. They, they sent it the night before. And I was that day we were supposed to look at homes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Like, what did I do? What did I say? <laughs> yeah. And then I immediately was just like, what? Like, like, what? Did, like, let me just go back here. Like, I thought I did everything perfectly. I responded right away. Like, I was on top of it. And it was so, so crushing to me. I was just like, dude, like, it, immediately negative thoughts started coming to my mind. And I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I, <laughs> I, I need to get a regular job. I'm not meant to do this. <laughs> like, and it, it's, dude, I'm so negative. Yeah. And then immediately when I, what I did, I called up my friend who is like in, as invested into me as I am into myself and I'm invested in his business as much he's as he is. Right. So like when I, I texted him, I'm like, dude, just lost a client, man. Give me a call back. And he's like, oh shit, give me a sec. <laughs> Hopped on a phone call and like I, I, I vented it out and he's like, let's make a plan, dude. What are you going to do? He's like, what, what's the answer? What are you just going to, he's like, sit, like, sit on it? Like, no, 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 let's talk about it. So we yeah. created a plan. We created a schedule. He's like, with this, what, with what you're going to do, you're going to like 10 times what that person would have brought you in. And he's like, you were so like, you're in a scarcity mindset instead of abundance. There's more clients for you out there. They just don't know you yet. That's true. So you got to figure out a way to get to them. And this is the plan that we're going to framework and I'm going to keep you accountable and I'll be accountable. Yeah. So game planning with some like talking to someone who is like dude like felix you can talk to me man you can call me you're in a rut dude let's talk about it you know what i mean um i think that other people can help especially people who understand you know people who are like in the same grind that you're in like sometimes you're just working aimlessly and it doesn't feel like anything's popping off yeah and then you're just like i don't know man like what am i doing yep (laughs) i've actually uh, the owner of, of Iconic, uh, Chris Cordova, give him a follow. He, he'll he walk in here and just be like, what's up, man? How's everything going? And I'm just like, I'll just like spill my guts. And he's like, dude, I've been there before, blah, blah, blah. And he'll, he'll give me some stuff and he'll give me some ideas. And um, yeah, it's going back to like the people in your circle are so important. Um, yeah. Do you ever just wake up one day and like not want to do anything? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> There's like, Today. There, like, I think last week was a time like I just had so much like just things weren't like flowing. You know, when right. you have some days you wake up and you kill the day, you work out on time, you eat on time, you get on the phones on time, you, you, you know, you go like you do everything that's perfect. And like then it's only a, 11 o'clock. Wow. Yeah. yeah like I got yeah. so much done and I could stop to now t- today and I do more than in the last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's days where you just wake up and everything seems to be going wrong. You're getting bad news after bad news after bad news. And I'm. Man, that stuff creeps in and you're and you're just trying to stay positive and then one other thing happens and 
those days are inevitable. Yeah. You need those negative days. And I've realized I'm like, this is going to make me better. Like it's only going to make me better. Like yep. these losses are going to teach me more than if I just sit here doing nothing. So I just use it as motivation. Like, you know, that, that sucks. I lost a client, but guess what? I, I, today, this morning, I found three new ones, you know, like yeah. I, I, I get more role. Like, you just got to keep moving forward. Can't let these things get to you. But I think talking about it is the first step because when you sit there with your thoughts and your thoughts are already negative, it's like, let's make worse. this worse. Yeah. Let's make this like a saw maze. Like yeah. you open that door, you just got through the door. And now we have like chainsaws just being like whacked around, you know, it's, um, I think it's especially hard right now. We've all, we're kind of up on a year of this. Yeah this COVID thing. Um, I don't care what policies you go into. I don't care whether you believe in it or you don't. It doesn't matter. We've all, we're all here in this thing. Mm -hmm. It's existing. Um, and it's almost been a year. Uh, I saw something the other day. Oh, our, our one year anniversary is coming up of our two week, um, COVID fix or something like that or something like that. Cause it was supposed to quote unquote last two weeks. Yeah. you know, a year later, it, we're still here. No, and yeah, exactly. I mean, we're kind of still here, uh, even though for some reason it seems like it's getting better, but then it's getting worse. And, and I think we've just been, we're, we've been getting beat up as a society for a year. Yeah. And we're exhausted. Yeah. And some of us are out there looking for conspiracy theories to make it make sense. Some of us are just kind of sitting at home. Other people finally starting going going back to work um that that's i think it's affected us even if we don't know that um with your girlfriend where you guys live together yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. um i'm the type of person and we're a lot alike i think that's where we get along i'm the type of person that like once you get into that negative zone you're kind of in there yeah and sometimes i want to sit in it and i'm going to sit in it and think about it and then get over it yeah i know i'm going to get over it um, how do you maintain that when you're living with someone or like not maintain that, but, uh, I guess not let it affect them. It's hard. It's uh, I, and I can't say that I'm perfect. Uh, it does. I mean, there's definitely days where I'm like, I, you know, some, the way I feel is the way I interact. And sometimes if you don't state that up front to somebody and you're not ready to talk about it, yeah. but they're like, Hey, like you're off. Yep. What's up? I do that all the time. If I notice my girlfriend's like, kind of like just, in like a short in a funk or short or something i'm like hey what's going on with you yeah. you all right like you you've been a little short with me yeah. today uh what did i do just yeah it's like what i just yeah. woke up yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but it's just being aware right like i not everyone has that emotional intelligence and sometimes you can't expect someone to just know so i think just like stating it like hey i'm in a really bad mood you know yeah. I'm in a bad mood and I don't want I don't want to talk about it but I'm just in a bad mood so if I seem off or just detached that's the reason why I'm like stuck in my thoughts and it's all you can do when you live with someone yeah yeah <laughs> they're like well she's the lucky one <laughs> I, honestly I think it's good that you communicate that because there's I've been the guy that's been like I just don't want to talk just don't yeah. feel like, and they're like, well, but why? Like women are so smart. Like women want to sometimes be like, I, I want to fix this. You know, guys have it a lot, 
a lot worse. Yeah. Because we're always like, we'll just, you know, I'm sad. Don't feel sad. I'm so much better now. Thank you. <laughs> we just want to constantly fix things. But when you're in a relationship and that significant other is like feels helpless, then they want to start like picking your brain and stuff. And sometimes you don't want or need that. So then you actually have to be like, please don't. Oh, and I'm, I'm good. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I'll try to tell them what's up or my girlfriend, what's up in, you know, the previous them, your yeah, girlfriend's sorry, ex, nice. No, no, no. <laughs> my girlfriend <laughs> and my wife, scratch, huh? scratch, scratch. She's not going to watch this. No, kidding. <laughs> she, uh, I'll try to tell her or girlfriends that I've had in the past mm-hmm. where I've tried to communicate that something's wrong, but it just comes off in such a, like a, the wrong way. And I'm working on it. I have to tell myself it's not her fault that she doesn't know. She yeah. shouldn't know that I'm upset unless I tell her. Like, I got to yeah. like realize like it would be me. Like, why are you upset with me or exactly <laughs> like, like something else? Like, just tell me and I'll be cool. Exactly. So I just have to remind myself, like, we're all human. We all make mistakes. And if, you know, if I don't say anything, that's my fault. If I don't ask for something specific that I'm looking for out of you, I, I shouldn't expect anything. Exactly. Some people expect too much, I think. They're like, I expect you because you're my, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend that you should be this way. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't deserve anything. Yeah, exactly. And it's selfish for you to be like, well, I'm expecting this from you. Nah. Yeah. Um, this has been fun, man. Yeah. I, like I, I feel like we got a lot of info out. This has been one of the more. I don't know. I'm going to think about this stuff later. Yeah. Cerebral. <laughs> yeah. Very cerebral. Hey, well, thank you for joining us for our mind exercises. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude, go for it. Um, where can people find you, man? I'm on Instagram, danny.dq. Find me on YouTube. Um, you can find me pretty much on any social. You can TikTok, even though I don't understand it. <laughs> Repost my videos on there. That's yeah, it. I'm on there. Um, something I will have to say, Danny, is that your videos are super they're kind of catered to people that want to move here, but I also learn stuff from it. Um, the way you kind of talk about San Diego is like, it's not like, Hey, check out these hotspots. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like, yo, this is San Diego. This is, these are some great options for San Diego. You don't have to go there, of course, but you're like, Oh, I've never heard of this place. Yeah. Um, for example, I think Kate sessions, I knew about it, but I wasn't, I wasn't really like aware of how, kind of a big place it was and then you and i went there and we filmed and i was like damn this is here yeah this this is here pb exactly sometimes i'm like that thing is on its own island like you tell me kate sessions i'm like oh yeah kate sessions its own city and neighborhood yeah exactly 100 (laughs) percent. and you kind of learn about these little pockets of san diego right which i mean i've been more or less not forced to but with my job i just tend to go to different places and then from there i'm like i get obsessed with the place i'm like dude north park's sick oh yeah i want to go back and then i'll go back and i found this place oh i found this place oh i found this excuse me oh my goodness um but your videos do a really good job about just kind of exploring people pay thousands of dollars to come here yeah like we live in a vacation hotspot. even if you live i live in escondido Still, people, people come still, to Stone, Temecula, dude. Temecula is down the like down the fifteen, and people go there the exactly cross country to get married. Yeah, to go to wine tours. Like, so what blows yeah, so my good. mind is when people visit here and they're like, "You have palm trees," and I'm like, 
what? <laughs> like, where have you been? Mm-hmm. They're like the East Coast. It's rainy. It's snowing. It's, you know, there's some sometimes of seasons of good weather, but not like this. Like, this yeah. is wintertime and you guys get 70s. And then I like, the more I got into this business, I'm like, wow, I am lucky. I yeah. get to sell this? Yeah. That's cake, man. Well, and it's, it's hard to sell something that's like high price at the same time where it's like, obviously the prices are going to be hot, higher in California just because we're in California. Um, that's been, that's the struggle. But when I sell like lifestyle, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, 100%, I can sell you lifestyle. And that's what people move here for. Yeah. I, I, I totally understand. I'm against like the house prices and all that and stuff. And like me trying to kind of go my way about this crazy world. I'm like, well, I want to buy a house someday. And then it seems nearly impossible. But Mm -hmm. when you kind of explore these different places and the amenities that we have, I mean, we have amazing weather year round. Hopefully that doesn't change. Um, climate change is real, <laughs> but, um, I, I'm just like, man, I live in San Diego. Like that's freaking dope. I can go to big bear two hours away. I can go to Palomar mountain. If I want to go to the snow, I can go to the beach on the same day. Like that's, it's something that you kind of, a lot of us San Diegans don't really think about because it's our everyday life. Yeah. But when you, when it's summer and it's a regular summer, not a COVID summer and you hear people speaking Russian, you hear people oh, speaking Spanish and you so hear, beautiful. It's beautiful. It's also really fucking annoying, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. And then you, you transition into like fall and you start seeing that stuff die down and you start seeing the beaches kind of open up a little bit and you're like, Oh man, like this is amazing. Oh man. Like it, it, when uh, I was talking to somebody and they're like, Hey, what's, what's there to do right now in like December time frame? I'm like, what isn't there? There, there used to be December nights. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you've never been to December nights, that's like Christmas for San Diego. Like that's like as close to Christmas with the like as cold as it's going to get. And I just, I, I would, every time I thought about like, what can I, like, what don't we have? I'm like, I can't think of much. I, and just, I don't know. I don't, I think it's never going to, I think we're just going to get more people and more people and more people. And I don't know. I, that I'm in the right business. Cause I get to, sure. I get to showcase these things in my videos and, I think the that's my whole mindset behind it was like, man, we live in a dope place. And and a lot of people, so what I saw on YouTube um, was a lot of people standing in like with a backdrop and talking about San Diego and showing yeah. photos. I hate the green screen. I, I'm not, I, I can't do that. <gasps> I was like, and, and when I'm talking, I'm not, I'm just talking like a robot. Like yeah. I did one video like that and I hated it. And I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Right. And I still have it up. Oh, uh, by the way, it sucks. <laughs> Go dislike it. Four minutes. No, don't do that. <laughs> hey, I need my analytics up. At least engage with it. No, just, <laughs> just watch the whole thing and then critique it. <laughs> and uh, when I'm sta- when I was standing there, I'm just like, yeah, San Diego pros and cons weather and the Borrego. Blah. And I'm like, no, no, Danny, mm-hmm. no. So I'm like, let's go out. Let's go to Ocean Beach. Let's go to Sunset Cliffs. Let's show you PB. Let's show you Kate Sessions. Let's show you all the beautiful parts where they're like, I've never heard of that yep. in San Diego. Like people don't even know about South Park. Yeah. Like, and, and I didn't know about South Park for right. a long time. And I'm like, dude, South Park is a gem. Yeah. And a lot of these places are getting, I mean, gentrified. Uh, <laughs> that's a different topic. But they're they're getting this kind of revamp. Yeah. Um, I'll call it that. But a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people think that, you know, old San I mean, when like there's a new day, we don't complain that it's like, you know, it's a new day. And it's like, <laughs> right. oh, it's uh it's getting gentrified. the day is getting gentrified. <laughs> it's gonna change is inevitable. Yeah. Right. Like when we look back 
Five years ago, it looked different. Ten years ago, it looked different. Escondido used to be a dirt lot, man. It really was hidden. I used to think yeah. like, what's in Escondido? Not much. Gangs. <laughs> Gang. Dude, that, no, seriously. Yeah, gangs and homelessness was. An escape rink or something like that. <sighs> yeah. It's like a roller skate rink. That's right. Ups and downs. That was like a couple my blocks from here. My brother used to go. We used to pick him up and drop oh, him yeah. off. And uh, I never skated. And I, every time I go there, I'm like. <laughs> Should have. <laughs> Wait might get shot <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> dude. no yeah it's uh honestly escondido growing up here it was it was kind of a ghetto and yeah. looking at it now like it's weird because i used to always think like man i gotta get the fuck out of here and i still think that way but now i'm just like dude this is dope like this is a dope area like if you want to settle down and just kind of have i mean have some kids and have an okay looking house do it oceanside too Oceanside yeah. used to be really bad, like shell casings. I used to go to school in Oceanside, and there's literally shell casing, shell casings, like yeah. near a trash can. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, those look like used rounds. Yeah, and but, there was like houses that were abandoned that would have gang members go in, and dude, I I remember lockdowns. Yeah, they're trying to chase down some guy in a canyon who had a gun who yeah. robbed the place. Like, yeah, we've we've come along. I think gentrifying in that fashion i think we're good yeah <laughs> i think you can but a little less yeah. of that please it, it's a little double-edged sword because you start getting all the yeah the older but i mean if you're not if you're not updating yourself then and i'm i think let's circle this all the way back to what we we're talking about like the old salesmen and the old photographers the old videographers yeah. that get in tiffs because they're like well if you, if you have a client then i don't have that client and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I've met so many people like that. I'm like, dude, share the wealth, man. Like there's so much stuff to, and if you're good to me, I'll be good to you. And we can all make it work. We can all make it work. There's enough for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Well, follow, uh, follow Danny on, on Instagram, uh, find him on YouTube. He's got some pretty good YouTube videos. Um, and his reels are appreciate it, man. Yeah. We're, they're getting up there. Uh, no, they're great, man. You're doing a great job. Um, I hate always saying that because I feel like I'm like patting a little kid on there. Great job. Hey, it, that, that was good. <laughs> From a videographer, would I have released that? Maybe not. <laughs> you just be like, this was great, but ugh, that's my favorite. Um, no, your, your videos are awesome and I've watched them and, and I've watched them all the way through. So uh, yeah, you can find me at my Archimedia. That's M-A-Y-O-R-C-A-M-E-D-I-A. Um, thank you to today's sponsor which is popple that's p-o-p-l dot c-o you get 15% off with code this life uh which is one word um that's it oh leave a review and subscribe to the podcast five stars five stars <laughs> danny thank you so much for being on man you got it man i appreciate being on thank you thank you for listening to this um uh, bye